Hello, welcome to A-Sides. I'm John Chapman. I am joined here by a legend. And, you know, people throw that word around very loosely. But I mean, I mean it, sir. Uh, I'm joined by Andy Summers. How are you, my friend? I'm pretty good today. Yeah. Just today or overall? Oh, no. Everything's fine, you know. You just make new problems for yourself all the time. You know, what life is like, it's just the way it is. So true. Doing stuff. <laughs> so you're about to go on tour, like, literally any day now. So yeah. um, can you talk to me about, like, what your mindset is now, like, knowing you're about to go on tour? I mean, you've been doing this forever, but has it changed at all? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a mixture of things, not just one thing. I'm I'm very confident that it will all go well, but you know, we're out on the road. You know, I mean, to be honest, like I'm in LA, I'm yeah. watching the TV and I'm seeing all this nasty weather stuff going on, floods and fires and storms in the east going, mm, I wonder if I'm just going to fly into the mouth of hell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is real life. Hope not. No. It doesn't seem to be where I am, but you know, I, I have great sympathy for Vermont and what's going on there. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to getting out there and get the old uh, road chops back together, staying in hotels, doing gigs. Anyway, it's not very long. This first run is, uh, I think, actually, we're doing six gigs in eight days or nine days or something. So it's tight. You know, it's almost back to back. Um, and then we take a break. There's a couple of gigs in the middle of August, and then the real thing kicks in in September. So this will be important because it's like a little – here we are, and you know right. it's like a trial run because it's very technical because right. of how we're doing the show. You know, it's a lot of electronics, projections, so on and so forth. Um, and we worked, you know, in my studio with my assistant, you know, to get it all up and running perfectly. And uh, but we're still kind of scrabbling even today. But uh, it's all looking really good. I mean, I was doing this pre-pandemic and. And, for, and this is first time back, apart from me touring in South America, um, just like most people, I suppose, because of the pandemic, we couldn't go out and play. Right. So, you know, this once I get going, this will go on until right until uh, December, US and Canada. And I'm looking forward to it because it will be the most I've ever done this because it's solo. I was also... You know, things I'm playing to a large cinema screen and we project all sorts of fantastic photography onto it. And I've worked out all these different sequences of music, including a couple of very familiar songs that you might know. Mm -hmm. Solo guitar. Yeah, I think it's very nice. And we, you know, since we stopped three years ago, of course, the technology itself has come up. So we we're able to do a couple of things that are slicker than they used to be and it's, that's the way it is all the time now right something comes out suddenly you can go, oh my god now we can do that you know and that's the way it is now i'm looking forward to getting out there and doing these first six shows to see if we we're kind of in the ballpark if we got it right so you mentioned the photography i mean so in addition to uh you know playing songs from the crack line um Photography has always been a thing for you. I mean, you have books. Pretty much, and, yeah. So, I mean, how is – I'm trying to phrase this right. I mean, basically, two of your passions right on display at the same time. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, this this tour 
well you know, merge, merging them both at the same time yeah that's right and you know it's sort of amazing that i didn't do this years ago because i've yeah. done about 50 exhibitions now and had several photography books so you know yeah. i think people know that i do that and i've always totally enjoyed it once i got started with photography outside of the completely obsessive uh you know guitar playing life you know this has been something i've done for a long time but never put it together into show until you know fairly recently maybe because i don't know it just sort of didn't really occur to me like to do the two things together but you know technical things have happened that made it more possible and i mean somewhere i can't even think of which day i said well we should do this Somewhere about three or four years ago, I must have thought, oh, why don't I do the both together and start projecting it? Um, I can't remember that moment now. But um, anyway, that's been the thought. And we had to stop because of the pandemic. Now we're back and we've been working on it for a few weeks to remember where we were and to bring it all up. And I think we've the technology's gotten better. So there's certain moves. Like, you know, the beginning I'd play a chord on the card press the button with one finger and, and a photo would come up. Then I'd play another chord, he'd press another one. That was fairly primitive. You know, that was sort of innocent, naive um, right. while doing it. But now it's gotten much more sophisticated. So everything's on video and we go into Final Cut Pro and we do all this stuff. So it's sort of seamless and sort of rolling in a really nice way. So, you know, but I'm sure that uh, there's nothing like a live audience to know if you're getting it right or not, you know, so we're going to do this first week and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it's an adventure. Right. Talk to me a little bit about, I, I definitely want to get into the album, but talk to me about the photography. Cause I mean, you are an accomplished, you know, you're so accomplished in that field. I'm pretty good at this point. Yeah. 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 And I mean, for people who don't know, like, I guess, a, how did it start? Like, you know, this, this passion slash, uh, you know, the craft in it. And then, and then B, um, what draws you, you know, what, what does your eye kind of go toward? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, it, it's pretty simple stuff. You know, we were on tour and we were starting to become a hit band early days and we were in New York and um, we were surrounded by photographers all the time. You know, we were the hot new thing, you know, right. you can imagine back in that, those days. And there were a lot of girl photographers. They all seemed to dress in black leather and have these huge camera bags full of cameras and lenses and all that. And I got pretty intrigued by it. Yeah. Somehow, I, you know, back in the hotel, I said, I'm going to do photography. I'm going to be a very good photographer. Just sort of made this formal declaration to the, you know, bathroom wall. <laughs> I went, right, okay. And then I got one of these girls to take me to the big camera store in New York, and I bought a Nikon and a, a lens and, and off I went, you know, and I started to shoot things. And I absolutely took to it with, you know, I was obsessed, very obsessed quickly. And so, therefore, I started to supplement, you know, being out on the streets of New York with you know, looking at a lot of photography books, sort of seeing what people were doing and so forth. It, it started to have a different meaning to me. Right. I started looking at Cartier-Bresson books and yeah, you know, various photographers. And that's how I started, you know, just like overshooting too much gear, you know, blah, blah, blah. But developing the mind and the whole mindset of the photography art world, being out on the street shooting, you know, developing my film and looking at the contact sheets. This was the start of it all. And went on from there, you know, and of course I did it um 
obsessively through the whole police career, which was very good because no one else could get the photographs that I had because I was in the band. <laughs> I was right in the middle of it and no one minded me taking their pictures. So I've got all the that stuff from the early days. And I, I do do some of that in the show just to show where we were in America in those days. It's a very gritty, different-looking country than it is now. So, um, yeah, you know, that's how it started. And, of course, you develop your sophistication as you go along. Your eye gets better. You find, I prefer to shoot through this lens more than another one. You know, all right, I don't want to use, I switched from Nikon to Leica, so I use Leica cameras from pretty early on, and which is a very different system, the rangefinder system. It's not like looking through an SLR camera. And so, you know, you start to develop your thing, your taste, your what you know, your technical knowledge, your eye, what you're drawn towards. You know, I never wanted to do rock photography or celebrity photography or fashion or anything like that. I was inspired by all the, uh, you know, people like Robert Capper and Cartier-Bresson. And then ultimately, I met Ralph Gibson, who was a very great American photographer. And he sort of took me under his wing. And uh, I met him in New York, and and, and uh, we put together the first book I ever did, which was called Throb. Mm-hmm. And so these, there were sort of developmental stages for me as we went along, and it was great for me to know Ralph, for instance, because uh, probably the best photographer in America and a real guy in New York and, you know, with a studio and all that, and it, he taught me a lot. And so this is how it all, you know, it kind of evolved. And it all felt sort of meant to be for me. And, you know, of course, as time went on, I started to do books and exhibitions and we moved all the way through to the stage I'm at now, you know. And one of the finals, not final, because I don't like final, but this era where I'm going to do show these photographs, you know, you know, carefully worked out sequences on a cinema screen and I'm playing to them. So we're getting to more like the ultimate position with all this. Right, right. Years of work. Yeah, yeah. And talk to me a little bit about about the um, the tour in terms of the music. Obviously, crack lens and everything. But in terms of like sitting down with, I would imagine that going out on tour after having kind of the rug swept under you uh, with the pandemic and <laughs> not being able to go out, um, has the approach changed in terms of like what you're performing and. Uh, what you're not performing. Yeah, well, um, I had a basic set, which was yeah. pretty out there. You know, mostly songs taken from the last three albums that I did, which was Metal Dog, and I play that in the show. Um, uh, the last one is called Triboluminescence, and the one in between, oh, no, Metal Dog, Triboluminescence, and Harmonics of the Night. So I do some stuff from that. I also play... You know, those pieces, and I usually play those with backing tracks. They've got very exotic photography. One's almost all Asian, Chinese, pretty pretty wild stuff. Yeah. Because I traveled in so many of these places. This photography is from all over the world. Um, and I've got a whole Brazilian section, which I do on a nylon string guitar, because I spent half my life in Brazil. That's a very big thing for me, and I'm going to talk about that in the show. Yeah. That came to me when I was about 16, and then I ended up doing i've been in brazil for years playing so that's a big thing so there's a whole section of that and then of course i've got some, now added some great police hits into the show which i've sort of reinterpreted in my own way so that everyone no one asks for their money back at the end of the show 
Yeah, no, it's very nice. I think we we've, we've come to a, a kind of a new place with it, and it's more. Then uh, I think it's more sophisticated and it's sort of easier to run, you know. And I know that when we come back after this run, that we'll add more before we go out again. You know, it's it's, it's um there I am on stage in it, but it, it is also I would say a work in progress, right? You know, and the the big thing is the audience because you know you you go, oh, okay, I think we've got to change that or let's let's reverse the order of those two. Stuff like that. It's it's pretty normal. It's, it's what you would do in a band as well. You know, the band rehearses their set for hours on end in the rehearsal room, go out in one gig and you change everything. You know, it's, so you go, I think we've got it right, but you don't want to lock into it too tightly until you've gone and played it in front of the, the people. Right. When you, when you choose police tracks, uh, I mean, there's so many to choose from. Are you are you weary about choosing too many or like kind of you know finding a balance because you want to kind of let yourself yeah. shine? I mean, I would I would imagine it's it's you don't want to do too much and you don't want to do too little, right? It's probably no, you, know, you know keep the people happy. You know it's expected of me, and I don't mind playing. You know, like the ones that I have worked out, not everything works so well. Right. I mean, sometimes these are little vocal melodies that are only only actually consist of two or three notes. Right. There's not a lot you can do with it, you know, and they're they're better if someone's singing them. But uh, you know, I've pulled out a few. You know, I'm doing tea in the Sahara, which has turned out to be very nice. Mm-hmm. Never occurred to me before, but it's got such a great mood, and I, there's some pretty tricky stuff I do with it. Rock Sam, which I I put out recently as an instrumental on the on YouTube. Yep. You know, I mean. Yeah. You know, or do you want me to give it all away? Or? <laughs> no, no. Well, you might change it, right? <laughs> well, we get to a nice climax at the end and everybody gets their money's worth, you know, but I think it's the essential thing is that I'm standing there playing solo guitar and I'm trying to do flashy guitar playing, right? as you might imagine, you know. Um, so I do that all the way. I talk, you know, we show all this great stuff. I don't think there's anybody else doing anything like this. It's it's kind of unique, and it's fully it's fully immersive as well, right? Are you are you doing well? Not immersive. It's not like you're you know. No, it's like but it's audio visual. It's, I mean, it's audio visual. I guess is what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but are you also like you came out with a book of short stories? Like, are you reading any any excerpts? Yeah. Or anything? I have to look at that today. Yeah. I mean, Christ, it, we're really. <laughs> trying to get through this to, before we get on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way that works in essence is, um, you know, I've got the book here, obviously. Do I have it? I don't even see it now. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, we put it on an iPad. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to spend all night reading stories, but I will do a couple just because I think people will enjoy it. So, a couple yeah. of ones. And, you know, it's on a stand and I read it from the iPad. Are you, I mean, are you surprised that, that everything just kind of cohesively flows together, like between the, the short stories and the, and the photography and the music? Well, I hope so. You know, uh, it's all coming from me, you know, source of it all. And you, you're going to see the sensibility in the, you know, the sort of typical British ironic, you know, (laughs) piss taking kind of attitude yeah no i mean i i I hope it's fun because 
you know, you're you're the performer. I'm mean, I'm not just going to play. I'm going to relate with the audience, and so basically, you've got to you've got to be good because this is entertainment. You know, I'm not going to go and give a lecture on prehistoric fossils. I'm going to be talking about, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I didn't. I never have a problem with it. It's it's weird. You know, you put me there in front of the mic, and off off the brain, off I go. I don't know why that is, but it is there. Not a problem. Is there anything that that it's just? Uh, I feel like you've tackled so many different things. Is there any any other medium that that you haven't explored that that you're thinking about? Well, I mean, the obvious was what what I always wanted to do was direct, you know, but I'm yeah. sort of doing that anyway. Yeah, you know, my life is so full with all this stuff, and now we're coming back to it. You know, um, you know, the future stretches ahead right until like towards the end of next year. You know, it's it's, it's all being booked up now, which is the way it goes generally. Yeah. And we've had this incredible hole in time, and I don't even know what I did. I must have been sitting in my house for three years. What <laughs> else? It's bizarre um but here we go again and i expect it will all be pretty full next year it's it's as much as you want to do it you know yeah. i mean i've been doing this a long time but there's some really nice things coming up next year that are you know, kind of special events i don't want to be on the road all the time anymore right. i like right. to i mean the way this tour is planned it's like we'd go out and do four or five come home for seven or eight days do another three then you know like that that's civilized because I don't want to burn out on it. I, I'm saying that to you now, but I mean, hey, listen, uh, later listen, in the year, I might be going. I'm having the best time of my life. I was going to say it might go gangbusters. You might be like, let's keep. Well, going. that's what I hope for. Yeah, yeah, because we're doing a fairly, uh, you know, I thought about this. Like, let's keep it small and tight. All these theaters, and I looked them all up. Ultimately, that they're, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're beautiful sort of theaters from. 20s and 30s, you know, and yeah. they're bijou theatres. That's what I wanted to do, and I think it's very appropriate for this. Yeah, for sure. A little bit more intimate, but let's see if we can sell out the whole tour, which I think we will because it's looking really good. And um, then we can, you know, decide if we want to move on to bigger venues and so on and so forth, you know. You know, you, you brought up the pandemic, rightfully so. I mean, everything got, you know, uh on pause for everybody but did you did you find yourself reflecting back like on your early days at all like i know we touched upon it um mm -hmm. early with your photography and you're seeing some of the the photos did you reflect on on just the height of that success and just being in like basically the biggest band ever do you ever like kind of stop and well no don't I don't want to think about that. You just have to keep going, it's a, right? Yeah. Well, it's there. There's nothing I can do about it because we still sell a lot of records yeah. and Universal planning the next police event all the time. Right. You know, the next thing I think is they're going to put out Synchronicity in February or March, Deluxe, blah, 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 and we all have to get involved. It's a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. So it, ne it never goes away, and I have two managers. One of them is very active on that whole scene, always in dialogue with Universal. Thank God, you know. But, it, I mean, yeah, okay, I did that. I mean, I'm more into artistically, what am I doing next? What am I now? You know, and I never really stop. Right. You know, the police stuff is just, it's the past, and it's great past, and it, it's been the fantastic bedrock for all three of us to have come out of that. 
and you acknowledge it. But you know, I don't go around. You know, <laughs> not interested. You know, I'm an artist. I want to move on to right. something that interests me. Some more problems that I have to solve. You know, that's that. That's what the definition of it is. Not well. I was once was in this band, and it was quite good. No, it's just it's just a huge chapter, right? It's just like, a, well, I mean, it wasn't a little band. It was a no. sort of world dominant thing for about eight or nine years. It was incredible, right? Of course, you know, and glad to have had it. But I don't, you know, one you don't want to rest there. You, you know, none of us have. Yeah, sure. no, so it is. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm excited about uh, about this tour and. I hope there's more dates. I'm sure there will be. Um, good luck on Friday. <laughs> Rest up, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it goes. Yeah, it usually is good. Well, give it some nice publicity, and uh, you know we'll be uh, doing it. Yeah, sounds good. I look forward to it. Okay, great. Thanks. All it was good. a pleasure. Thanks, man. All right, take care.